You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays and check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Rays Unfiltered. Well, Ulysses, uh, pitchers and catchers reported today for the Tampa Bay Rays are in the process. Well, not all of them, as the Rays, of course, had to make a couple of last-minute roster moves, keep Mark Topkin and everyone else on their toes by making some trades and signings and just a a busy, busy day for everybody around uh, with the Tampa Bay Rays. The first, I guess, the biggest shoe to drop that we have to discuss and that has generated a lot of scuttlebutt here is the Rays trading catching prospect Ronaldo Hernandez uh, to the Red Sox for Chris Mazza and Jeffrey Springs, who I believe had been DFA'd by the Red Sox. Uh, also, the Rays did trade uh, minor league infielder Nick Sogard, who's the nephew of Eric Sogard as part of that deal. So basically, of course, there's been a lot of talk about Ronaldo Hernandez. He's been discussed as, you know, the future, mm-hmm. the, the catcher of the future for the Rays, but no longer. Maybe he is the catcher of the future for the Red Sox. The first thing, before we get into the nuts and bolts of this deal, I must say it is interesting that the Rays and Red Sox are doing business. Intra-divisional trades. Maybe this is like, a team up, maybe the Rays and the Red Sox. Let's find a common enemy. Let's try to make ourselves better in a way and, and beat up on the Blue Jays and, and the Yankees. And, and of course, I'm sure there's a connection still between Eric Neander and Heim Bloom, master and pupil, so on and so forth. So that's interesting from that perspective. But um, I got to say, it was, it was pretty shocking to see Ronaldo Hernandez traded because there had been so much scuttlebutt about this guy over the past year, year and a half or so. Well, Kevin, let's go back three months. Three months ago, he was the only catcher in the Rays 40 man. So when you go back and see that, it it is kind of a head scratcher to say, nope, we're willing to, to deal Ronaldo. Not only because traditionally speaking, the Rays have been so vulnerable and so weak in the catching position that this development of Ronaldo was was very nice to see little by little. And, and, and you could see him be maybe taking that starter uh, position in maybe 2022, mid-2022, uh, maybe even make a, a call up in 2021 if possible. But it wasn't made to be. And I, it, it's a head scratcher for me. I really I, I, I really like this guy. I think the, Ray, the Rays don't. They're making themselves very vulnerable with this trade because it's not like the pieces that are coming back you know, are not going to be good. I think that they can be exploited in a way that they 
become good uh, bullpen guys, especially Jeffrey Springs, uh, you know, the lefty. You needed a lefty more in, in the bullpen. This is a good acquisition. I'm not putting down Springs or Maza because I think the Rays, if they have shown that they can – "Quote unquote fix players is definitely on the pitching side. So I'll never, I'll never scoff at a pitcher that the Rays come in. I mean, does anybody right. remember Jesus Sanchez and Nick Anderson trade? Look, so of course, uh, you know, uh, Springs and Maza, sure. The DFA thing was probably just because it needed some roster flexibility to make this trade happen. But I do not like Ronaldo being the trade that is being given away, especially like you say, interdivision to the Red Sox." So if this guy becomes the next Stephen Vogt, the next John Jaso, the next Robinson Chirinos, the Rays fans are just going to have to put up with uh, Ronaldo being just smashing doubles and home runs over over at Fenway Park. It's just I, I don't like this because Blake Hunt, great. Francisco Mejia could be great. Then that's it because I don't want to hear Eriberto Hernandez stuff. Because as soon as that trade was made, they, everybody said, oh, we got a catcher. And the prospect people said, you know what? He might not last as a catcher. So I don't want people mm-hmm. telling me right now, Eriberto Hernandez, oh, well, you know, there's three really good guys. No, there's Mejia and Blake Hunt. And I think that's still very light uh, as a competition in a position where you need people, especially the Rays. They, they seem to whiff on every catcher, Kevin. Yeah, that's the thing that's kind of questionable about this it's like I've made this analogy before where teams in the NFL they need a quarterback just keep drafting and signing quarterbacks find one that works damn it find it's, one that works yes. just sort of what the Rays are doing with their pitchers right now where they're just adding pitchers hopefully some of these guys stay healthy and that some of these guys can pitch innings for us look I think that you know there's been so much talk about Ronaldo Hernandez and it is interesting because in the prospect world and the guys who write about these guys on a day-to-day basis, they seem to have cooled off on this guy. And maybe it's because his 2019 wasn't very good in high A. I mean, let's recall that he had an under 300 on base percentage. His OPS was under 700. Terrible walk rate. Uh, That's in high A ball. And there's questions about his, of course, approach at the plate and defensive ability and receiving skills and things like that. So um, that's one thing with Ronaldo. And at 23 years old, I'm not saying you're, you're getting long in the tooth there, but it's like at some point we need you to get on a quicker path here. And yeah, about, I mean, his counterpart, as far as last name goes, Heriberto Hernandez, I agree with you. I don't think we can like throw him in the catching depth pool for the Rays, but there are some other interesting names here. Like you mentioned Mejia for sure. Blake hunt um, Ford Proctor, I think is, could be a rising guy. Chris Betts, the organization seems to, to like, and I think we should also, you know, we can't just look at this trade. It's impossible to do, but we can't just look at it in a vacuum one-to-one. This could be a foreshadow for another trade when, if, and when, the Rays do decide to trade Kevin Kiermeyer and Willie Adamas. What's to say they aren't looking at catching prospects from whichever organization in the future that they trade from there. And right. we know the Rays, they, they had a, a very good look at Ronaldo in the alternate training site. And maybe they said he is not the, the player we thought he was. He, he comes in out of shape. Who, who knows? I, it, this is all just speculation at this point, but they had to certainly have the reasons for making this move. Considering like you, you mentioned the, the catching history has been bleak 
for the Rays over many, many years. So to give up on a guy like this uh, seems intriguing, especially when the return, it's not like Chris Mazza and Jeffrey Springs are top 10, top 15 prospects. They're guys who I think definitely can help you now and, and provide depth right now. Like Chris Mazza had a really good September last year. He's a guy that can go four to five innings at a clip. He's a guy that, uh, has five different pitches that he can utilize. Jeffrey Springs, his numbers, brutal, brutal last year. Right. Red Sox. How much of that was bad luck? I mean, his BABIP was an insane 431. Maybe with the dead end baseball and him going to the trop instead of having home games at Fenway Park, maybe he gives up fewer home runs. And he's just, his numbers are just naturally better on the surface. And they, the Rays try to do some things with this pitch mix. You know, maybe it's That's over all- two seamers, fewer sliders, things like that. But it, it did seem like on the onset, like, oh, we traded Ronaldo Hernandez. Man, we must have gotten something big back. But that wasn't, yes. it doesn't really seem the case right now. And and I, I do agree with all those points. They have cooled off on Ronaldo, the 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 prospect um, nation, uh, the, the people that are really in, into this day by day. Uh, they have cooled off on him. The Rays obviously had him in in the taxi taxi squad uh, during the twenty twenty season uh, multiple days, and they never actually gave him that shot. So you know, obviously, they know more from the inside about his play, about his progression. And the fact that he did this trade with uh, Bloom, Neander did. They yeah. know themselves. They know each other so well. Bloom knows that farm better than anybody else, except for maybe Neander <laughs> right now. Yeah. So it, it kind of tells you that you know the trade value might have been comparable on their eyes, and they might know a little bit more Ronaldo. And, and again, the Rays have a better track record with 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 pitchers and what they're able to do. I mean, Springs that he has the potential to be a really good strikeout guy. I mean, that, that sinker, that yeah. the changeup, they're really high on the percentage of, of whiff rates. So that could be intriguing. And so I'm not knocking Maza and, and Springer. I just feel like to be dealing from a position of, uh, you know, lack of tradition uh, of, of good prospects and, and right now, it's kind of hoping Mejia uh, turns out and, and is the bat that everybody thought he would be and that his play behind the dish, he gets better. So you're hoping on both fronts with Mejia and he's going to be in the, in, uh, in, in the opening day roster, most likely. And then you're looking at the next guy up, Blake Hunt, perhaps, uh, Sullivan, Brett, uh, uh, Chris Betts. I mean, it just seems like it's a lot of hope when this guy – could just be a little bit more depth. So it's intriguing nonetheless. Did you have kind of a, like a, a guy that you would compare Ronaldo Hernandez to like, you hope he turns into X guy, Y guy, Z guy, or just a guy that could finally, maybe we have a guy that can hit for a decent average at the big league level and, you know, put together a, a, a 240, 250 batting average and give you 20 home yes. runs from the catching position, something along those lines. I think he could have been a, if, if everything turned out great, I think a Robinson Chirinos type uh, uh, of catching a guy that you, that you don't hate 
having at the box, which is great to say when you're talking about uh, catchers uh, and hopefully not so horrible behind the plate that that could be his actual position. You wouldn't suffer that much by having him behind the dish. And again, like I said earlier, when he was the only catcher in the 40 man, this is a great opportunity. You think Mike Zunino is the bee's knees behind the dish? Why don't you give the guy that you think could be the, the starter in the next two years the ability to be taught by this bee's knees catcher like Mike Zunino is? Right. Get him in a room. Get him in a clubhouse next to him, breathing Mike Zunino's sweat uh, from, his, from his mitt and, and, and learn from him. I thought that that would be a great idea. Maybe they do that with Blake Hunt. Maybe they do that with Mejia this year. And, and that's the idea, but there's something, look, if Ronaldo Hernandez was going to be Robinson Torinos or probably uh, even better than that, the Rays would not have traded him for Maza and Springs. So you have to think there is something that they know that they don't see improving. Is it the play discipline? Is it the glove? We don't know, but there has to be something. Yes. And it is kind of a unique move from the standpoint of like, this was supposed to be, and it still kind of is, I think for sure, a transition year for, all right, let's let the kids play. Let, let's let right. get them, let them get some action. But like, it seems like it's a move and adding Chris Mazza and Jeffrey Springs guys that look, I don't think they have like, even though they have some positive marks and some negative marks for sure. It's not like these guys are our future stars. It's like, we need arms for this season to get us through this season to help us out. Maybe get a couple wins right. in. Let, let's maybe sneak in through the wild card, whatever it may be, as opposed to it's like, instead of holding on to Ronaldo Hernandez for when that you're expecting that big wave in 2022, 2023, whatever it may be. It also seemed like, I don't know. I, I, I don't evaluate pitchers necessarily but like there, there there was nobody on the open market that you could go out and sign right uh, that were similar to chris mazza and and jeffrey springs i mean the, the market's not like that that barren that you couldn't you know or 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 not not have to trade ronaldo hernandez trade somebody else i mean well, we've seen you said and, and again maybe this you, just speaks yeah so maybe you, this you, just speaks to the fact that in Bas- like there is a, a huge disparity between what the Rays think about Ronaldo Hernandez yes. and what the average fan thinks about Ronaldo Hernandez as of right now. But the, the and, Rays have been wrong with catchers before. So that's uh, the you, thing. you hope the he, way- he better not turn into Christian Vasquez in four years. Like I'm going to be pissed <laughs> if that happens. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. And, and so that's why I think uh, as a Rays fan, you, you really, you were looking forward to seeing Ronaldo because it has never happened. A, a catching prospect that actually have the opportunity to just thrive that, that especially somebody who can hit, Oh my goodness. Are you kidding me? So I think that's why we're a little bit heartbroken. I'm also heartbroken because Ronaldo is just a, a kick-ass name and to have it in baseball yes. after being, a fan of soccer for so long and having that name in baseball I think that would have been great but that's just neither neither here nor there um but you know look best case scenario Maza and and Springs could become the Nick Anderson trade and you know Springs could just become a very good lefty that you just it's nails down the door Maza could become a sluggers type of guy that can you can plug in every three days to two, two innings, three innings behind Archer or Waka, whatever, and he gets the job done, has a Curtis type 
of, of, of season. You never know. That's best case scenario. Worst case scenario is you trade Wilson Ramos for cash considerations and for a bag of baseball yeah. that never arrived because it was lost in the post office. Th- that's also what could happen. Springs could yeah. be DFA'd by May. Maza never makes it out into the, into the roster. And now you just gave Ronaldo Hernandez, who could potentially become an okay hitting catcher and an below average uh, defender, the defender in 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 a team that you're that not only has the potential to sign anybody who they want if they want because they have the money, but you're going to see them and face them 18 times every year. So I, I, again, were, could you not find a Springs? Could you not find a Maza on the open market? Uh, I, I don't know. I, they must really feel there's something that Ronaldo yeah. is not improving fast enough. And they might really feel like Blake Hunt is just the next coming. And that would right. get us excited if you're a racing, right? You got, you, you got to be excited about something. And, and Blake Hunt could be that guy that we start now focusing on his minor league uh, numbers and see how he projects in 2021, 2022. Right. And really what we're trying to say, I think, is that we can't like, again, let, let's wait a little bit. We, when there, you always want to do the, we have to do it. Everybody in the media has to do the instant reaction, but also, you know, taking things with a grain of salt and at face value and and looking at them and realizing, well, it's not just uh, this team just totally crushed the Rays on the trade or the the Rays just totally fleeced. fleeced Yes, (laughs) it's not necessarily always about a fleece here, guys. Let's let's keep that in mind. Um, Also... I mean, the one thing, I mean, it's more like just head scratching, like what? And also like today, like pitchers and catchers reporting, you're trying to get pumped and excited. Yeah. And then they throw this curveball. I mean, the curveball of all curveballs here seemingly, but like it, it just, I don't know, because look, I, Chris Mazza and, and Springs, like, it, it's not like the Red Sox are a pitching farm right now it's not like they're like totally loaded where they've got 25 guys that they can trust upon we know how bad their pitching staff was last year and if if maza and springs can't can't hack it into the fold there and again that might come back to park factors and how their defense is set up and and pitching coaching right again yeah a lot of things what are the strengths that the race have it's definitely in in the in the pitching department you know maybe the red sox don't have that and and bloom recognizes that neander recognizes that maybe bloom recognizes that they have the abilities to maybe you know squeeze all all that they can from ronaldo and the race simply don't so maybe it's just an even trade within those trade uh within those uh front offices from the outside it doesn't look that way but again like you said you have to wait obviously there's an instant reaction obviously uh you know look what if springs becomes uh jalen beaks i mean that jalen beaks yeah. trade also got us a, a little bit like why are you doing this interdivision with nady ovaldi and jalen beaks let's look at the trade three years later the red sox got their ring you know in in 2018 because they traded for Nathan Nivaldi. He really helped him out down the stretch. And in the postseason, he was amazing, right, for them. They got their ring. After that, they signed him. I don't know why for that amount of money. And he has been crap since. But Jalen Beeks, kind of crap in the beginning. And you're like, oh, why did we give Nathan Nivaldi? But 2019, 2020, yes, the injury happened. He has gotten better. And he has actually helped the Rays uh, win some ball games. So overall, can you look at that trade and say that it, it was a, it's a landslide? I don't think you can say that about the Evaldi trade. So hopefully that doesn't happen with this one. I'm just a little bit 
yeah, scratching my it's, head because it comes from the catching position. That's what bothers me. Yeah, that that's really the big thing there. And you know, again, we want to get so caught up in prospect list and rankings, but it's not always like a one-to-one transfer. It's not really all that easy. Oh, this guy's the number six prospect. Why did you give him up? I mean, the Rays traded Nick Solak, who was who was being. There were a lot of right. A lot of people were talking about this guy. Yeah, right? and uh, and they trade him for a little little known reliever named Pete Fairbanks, and that's who's doing horribly to work out. Who's doing horribly, yeah. right? With Texas, he just got lit up every time. The Rays don't make it to the World Series without Fairbanks, right? And you know, they they trade Lucius Fox for Brett Phillips. And there you go. Lucius Fox was, and not to say he will never be a great player, but he was he was talked about like he was going to be the the next big thing. Yeah, several years ago, and 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 his value has changed since then yeah. as he as he went through the higher levels of the minor leagues. Like that's the other thing too. At, at one point, Justin O'Connor was the, yes. the top <laughs> catching prospect for the Rays. I mean, anybody remember him? Adrian yeah. Rondon. Like, there's got yeah. we 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 get caught up, I think, too much in the list. And let's be honest too, yes. by the time, not to say that, look, I think Ronaldo Hernandez could be a major leaguer at some point for sure. But, you know, when you get down to 15th best prospect, 16th best prospect, even on a franchise as deep as, as the deep. Rays farm system is, it's like, is this really, is this guy really going to be the, the next big thing, a big star, or is he going to be a French big leaguer? That, they that's can't really what be, it could be, be. Yes. They can't all be stars, Kevin. Uh, look, if you have been a race fan since, I'm going to say 2006, 2007, maybe even 08, everybody thought Rid Brignac was going to be the be- next best thing. Okay. So yes. let's also cool off our Jets. I understand that. But as a race fan, <laughs> you don't have free agent signings to get excited about that much. So what you have as a fandom is the the, the, the drafts and, 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 and the prospects that are coming up. And so that's what the race have to get excited usually. So Ronaldo was that guy. And obviously there's a little bit of, of pressure. But again, Rid Brignac, just every time you think about a prospect, just think, you know what, Rid Brignac. Rid Brignac, the great Rid Brignac, who I think now has his own hitting academy uh, in his hometown in Louisiana, somewhere like that. Yeah, he does. Anyway, yeah, a lot of a lot of former guys do that. All right, well, uh, look, this wasn't the only move the Rays made. Uh, they made a couple of other shufflings as well. We'll discuss that. But first, got to tell you about a couple of our good friends like rockauto.com. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than charging prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership either. So go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and be sure to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you to the right place. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. The improved Built Bar is even more delicious than ever before. They've got 18 amazing flavors. Some of their new flavors include caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Uh, the original flavors, you know about them, coconut almond, German chocolate, peanut butter, banana bread, mint brownie, the list goes on and on and on. And I can tell you 
all these delicious protein bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. They're low calorie, they're low sugar, they're high protein, they're high fiber. Uh, I can't get enough of them. Sometimes I have two or three in a day. It's crazy. Um, so go to builtbar.com, use promo code locked on, and that'll get you 20% off your next order. Again, use promo code locked on, L O C K E D O N, for 20% off at builtbar.com. Okay, Ulysses, the other move or moves that the Rays made today. Busy morning and afternoon for the Rays. Eric Neander. <laughs> Working overtime here. Uh, they re-sign our good buddy, Oliver Drake, and then they traded John Curtis to the Miami Marlins for a va- uh, first base prospect by the name of Evan Edwards. Uh, so, Ulysses, again, I was this, this also kind of – caught me from a side that, oh, they traded John Curtis. I, I would have thought that they would have traded Ryan Sheriff or Trevor Richards right. or somebody before Curtis, but I, I, I don't know. I, I don't really know where to go with this one. Maybe they thought that Curtis, I mean, I guess he really only the max he'll work for you well is, is two innings. If that, and then they, maybe this is a, a sell high kind of deal he's he's not going to put better numbers than he put forth last season i really don't know quite but this is the thing and it ties into the ronaldo hernandez trade like if you want pitching why are you getting rid of pitching it, it i mean john curtis showed enough stuff that he could become part of that a squad uh bullpen for the rays in 2021 uh, he had a really fine season in 2020 really well. I, you know, he did have a couple hiccups, especially in the playoffs, but you know, that's to be expected, you know, that's their first playoff run. And and I think if anything, it's just going to be benefiting him for the rest of his career, which is hopefully a very long one and productive one for, for John. It, it's just, uh, you know, it's, um, it's a head scratcher. Again, Aaron Sleegers, yeah. fine job. You, you ship him off. Curtis, fine job, ship him off. Um, look, Evan Edwards seems like a fine young player. Uh, don't get me good, bad, st- strong skills. I mean, the, the the path to the baseball and his and with his swing looks really compact and 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 could generate some some good contact and, and power, obviously. But yeah. uh, you know, like we've said before, sometimes these are lottery tickets. I, just because the guy smashed in his, in 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 college and his first year in A ball does not you know mean he's going to be a a starter in, in in an MLB team. So again, right. a lottery ticket, a fine one, a fine yeah. one, but it's, you know, I, I don't, uh, I would have kept Curtis. Yeah. If, here's if the were. thing. You need so, arms. Right. Absolutely. And you could look at it and say, and at the end of the day, I would rather have Oliver Drake than Sean Curtis because of what he brings to the table. But let's keep in mind, Oliver Drake isn't going to be available at the start of the season. Like John Correct. Curtis will be. I mean, Oliver Drake's still recovering from his injury issues. I think they said maybe midsummer, maybe June, July, something yeah. like that. So that's a couple months that you have to cover. Um, and I do like his experience and the fact that his story, his circuitous route through baseball. I mean, right. how many times has he been signed and released, signed and released? I mean, he has gone through the ringer Incredible. and he was extremely, extremely valuable for the Rays in 2019. So maybe the Rays that think they can cover what Curtis was going to provide uh, over the first couple months and then, okay, then you can deploy 
Oliver Drake and the unique delivery and, and how he's so effective against lefties, even though he's a right-handed pitcher. And then it's like, well, you know, in that case, let's go ahead. Look, it, Curtis's value probably won't be higher than it ever is or was. He was a cast off from the Philadelphia Phillies who had the worst bullpen in baseball. So let's go ahead and, and try to get this intriguing prospect uh, first base prospect. He's only going to yeah. play first base or DH 2019 fourth round pick uh, his his first uh, season in the minors, pretty, really good numbers over 800 yeah. OPS. I mean, they, they might have something here who knows what that, I mean, at the very least, maybe a, a depth piece bench guy, whatever it may be. Also um, do want to give a shout out to uh, Neil Solons for putting this out there that, you know, maybe the Rays think that uh, within their organization, they can easily replace Curtis with Andrew Kittredge. Let's remember he's back on a minor league True. deal and he can give you more innings too. Hunter Strickland too could also be an option. They, you know, the, the number of, of minor league, they, they can find their, their next John Curtis, you know, the, the David Hess guy, whatever it may be like they, it, it's all, it's, we shouldn't even look at the back of the jerk. Like, let, don't get attached to players anymore. If you're a Rays fan, like absolutely do not get attached to players, especially like these relievers that mix and match. Like they're, they're constantly going to be shuffling guys in and out for one reason or the other. Although, you know, I'm not, I'm not like totally like a gas that they got rid of John Curtis, but it does speak to like, he was very critical to the team in 2020 and, and trying to build off that momentum and, and trying to keep that, he seemed like a good guy, go lucky guy, keep at least another familiar face in the clubhouse. I think there, there's some value in that, but I, I understand what they do, I guess. I, I, I don't know. I'm trying to get to wrap my brain around all the moves that have happened today. I, I'm sorry. It's been a, it's been kind of a, a, a whirling day as far as life and, and raised baseball is concerned. If that's the case, Kevin, if, if, if there are just, you know, you can switch bullpen arms as easily as they, they have done. I, then I just, then it doesn't, it doesn't compute um, trading away your, your one of your catching prospects. Again, it's people have been saying online that they feel good about the depth uh, uh, on the race and catching position. This guy was the only guy in the 40 man three months ago. Really? You're telling me that we now, now it's a source of strength because of Mejia and Blake hunt. It wasn't a source of strength three months ago. So now all of a sudden it is because two guys, well, you know what's better than two guys? Three guys. That's better. So, and, and so if you, and if you, if we're saying, well, you know, you can find arms wherever you want, free agent signings, Hunter Strickland, you know, David Hess, then you could have find a Springs and a, a Maza somewhere else where you didn't have to give up a prospect. I, 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 yeah. I'm glad Drake, is back because what he can do to lefties is unreal. It's, it's, it's stupid mm -hmm. good when he's, he is effective. So that's a guy that you want on your bullpen and completely, completely fine with adding the Drake back. Um, John, Curtis, you just wish he'd be available he earlier. Like if he was available yeah. to start the season, then be like, okay, I get that. You got to get rid of, uh, got to get well, rid of, uh, Curtis in that sense. Although I feel like you could then just get rid of Sheriff. I, I I'm sorry. I'm trying to kick, kick sheriff off the roster i don't know how he he keeps surviving he's like a cockroach he keeps coming back yeah and you know what that's that's the thing it's if you needed uh innings if you needed arms uh you know in the beginning of the season uh, then why trade curtis why trade sluggers uh you they must really feel like springs and maza can bring something to the table but 
Then you can also have to say, I mean, the Red Sox definitely don't have a better pitching staff right now that the Rays. I don't think anybody would put their 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 arm over the fire and say, yeah, the Red Sox have a better pitching staff. So if that's the case, if Mazza and Springs can make it, you have to think very highly of the pitching, coaching, and and the race system, which they've proven. But it's just, again, head scratcher all around. You need pitching, so you get rid of John Curtis. Uh, You need cash. Catching, so you get rid of your one of your only catching prospects that uh, could make it into 2021. It's just head scratchers all around. Hopefully, they they turn out to be uh, all in the best case scenario. Maybe you know they they turn out to be the Nick Anderson uh, traits and the Jalen Beeks traits and and all of that. But it, it's it's a head scratcher today. Yes, it is indeed. And we got several comments on Twitter where we posed the question about uh, what. Rays fans think about today's moves. Again, many of them focused on the Ronaldo Hernandez trade. Uh, American Loco says, totally upset, made jerseys for Ronaldo to wear at games. I don't know if he means that he made jerseys, made Ronaldo Hernandez jerseys for himself and his family to wear, or he made like special jerseys for Ronaldo. I'm, I, I really don't no, no, know. No. I, I think the it's the... Uh, he customized it, right? He bought a Ray shirt and then just put Hernandez or Ronaldo. No, I'll just wait until Heriberto comes up. Then you're good. <laughs> they'll find another Hernandez somewhere. It might be a reliever. Who knows? I, I'm sure they'll, okay. they'll find one along the way some, somewhere. Uh, Sensugo Fan Club. Very happy we were signed Drake. I'll reserve judgment on the Mazda Springs trade until they both become top 10 relievers in baseball. And we realize that Neander Fleece Bloom. I know that probably won't happen, but I'm still going to hashtag trust the process look again the the rays have with guys that you who would have thought that john curtis would be john curtis 18 months ago that's something you have to keep in mind um i'll just say hans 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 i think that's the the way to go about it uh i'm not sure i'll ever understand what's going on in that front office it will be a interesting year to say the least uh play the bay says it is what it is okay very descriptive not much there. Uh, Nathalia Juliana says, not happy for the Hernandez trade. Melissa Herrera says, not a fan. I do hope to be wrong as always. Uh, Joshua Garner says, typical Rays, they're playing chess. We are just playing checkers. Um, possibly, but we also have to keep in mind that Heim Bloom was a Rays front office type of all front office types. And I know he doesn't have the whole organization at his disposal but didn't he write the book yeah or lack of a better term on on how to run the organization when he was brought on so many years ago i know it takes time to to get a an organizational philosophy into boston there but uh, it's not like he's like it doesn't know what he's doing either so Mm -hmm. guys are getting smart around baseball too so we have to, to keep that in mind um austin holloway says I think we took a big L in the Red Sox trade. Intradivisional moves just don't sit right with me, and we definitely gave more than we got. Curtis, uh, speaking on the Curtis deal, uh, Curtis was semi-reliable innings eater, but it reminds me a lot of the Stanek move, and it will probably play out the same, in my opinion. Rest in peace, Ronaldo. Yeah, Stanek. I don't. Has he signed anywhere? He might have signed a minor league. He didn't do very well with Miami when he was there. So correct. And that's the thing. Like, the, 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 there's so many former like. I, you just go around like every roster in baseball. You're, you're probably bound to find a former Rays reliever. Heck, on the Red Sox, there, there's quite a few 
Rays players, former Rays, ex-Rays, if you will, Matt Andres, Nadia Vald, a lot of guys. If you can find these arms anywhere, everywhere, Kevin, why are you trading away prospects that could become something in a position where you never really have anything? Yeah. Um, JD, final comment here, says, uh, speaking on the Ronaldo uh, Hernandez trade, says, Ronaldo really isn't that good, not a good defender, and really only hits for power. I like the trade personally. How about that? So a lot of people were against this move because they, you know, there's a lot of love for Ronaldo Hernandez out there. But what's to say that Ronaldo isn't just, you know, he's he's the next Mike Zanino, but a worse defender. I mean, that's very possible as well if he can't hack it at high A. And I know the Florida State League is a different playing field. But again, that's still a ball minor leaguer. So I don't know. I'm going to reserve judgment on this trade until uh, till at least after the season, if not longer. But I also would be like, we also have to remember too, as, as many trades as the Rays seemingly win, there are also trades where they give up a player and he turns out to be very good. Jake Cronenworth, for example. Every, every catcher oh, that was, that I mean, go. we saw that from the but standpoint, yeah, but that, we yeah. knew that Jake Cronenworth was going to be good. Hernandez, we're not yeah. so sure. In 2019, we were begging. We were just begging throughout that season on the podcast. If you have listened to us since 2019, we've yeah. ha- we were saying that whole season, bring Cronenworth up. I mean, we were very happy they brought Mike Brasso in, but we were also get Jake up in here. He can do some yes. things. Oh, by the way, he can also pitch. Get this guy up here. He's the Rays player. And now he basically dominated in the NL West, uh, as we saw in 2020. Uh, look, Again, I'm with you. Let's wait. You can't obviously uh, grade a trade as soon as it happens, but I will say it is a head scratcher to to just feel to be vulnerable once again in the catching position. I, they must think a lot of Blake Hunt. They can see a lot in Mejia. And again, you can put Betts and Sullivan in there, of course, and uh, and Ford. I think you said right. So. It's a it's a head scratcher for today. Hopefully, it turns out to be an Anderson Beeks trade. But for now, for me, I'm very sad to see Ronaldo go. Do you think the Rays trade another member of their 40 man roster between now and the end of spring training? Yes. Okay. What about now? Between now and the first spring training game, <laughs> which is in a week and a half or so. February twenty eighth. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, man. That's a that's a better prop bet. Um, I don't know, man. I I would think not. I would think not. Let's get that Kiermaier contract off the books. <laughs> Got to do it. <laughs> Got to get within budget here. That's Moving right. On. 50, All right. Fifty-four mil. Too much. Too much, guys. Uh, way too much, of course. All right. Uh, that'll wrap up this edition of the Locked On Rays podcast. Tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On MLB Prospects. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you on Friday.